the Financial Times in London, I'm Ravi Mathu, and this is FT News. Uber just turned six and received a very nice birthday present, $3.5 billion from Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund. The investment in the ride-hailing company confirms its status as the best-backed startup in the world, with a valuation of $62.5 billion. But what does it say about the company's ambitions and Saudi plans? Joining me to discuss this are Leslie Hook, our San Francisco correspondent, and from Dubai, Simeon Kerr, our Gulf correspondent. Leslie, let me start with you. This is a lot of money. It comes just a few weeks after Apple invested a billion dollars in Chinese rival Didi Kuaxing. Can you just give us the context? What exactly is going on here? Well, there's a huge sort of war to raise cash between ride-hailing companies globally. And I think Uber saw the opportunity to expand its war chest and they took it. I mean, it is a lot of money. To put this in context, even Google, one of the most successful companies in the world, only raised $2 billion in its IPO. And Uber, you know, being still private, has raised vastly more than that. This latest round brings Uber's total funding raised since the company was founded to over $13 billion. So what are the big challenges for the company? What is it going to use this money for? Well, Uber has been expanding at lightning speed around the world. It operates in 68 countries, hundreds of cities, and it plans to continue. I mean, Travis Kalanick, Uber's chief executive, says that the company motto is transportation is reliable as running water for everyone everywhere. And they're just going to keep going. And they're also going to have that much more cash to throw at the markets that have been hardest for them. And the markets that are hardest for Uber are the markets where it's not number one in terms of market share. Over the past year, Uber has spent a lot of its money on China and India specifically. So I think with this fresh cash, we can expect to see that continue. Now, you mentioned China and India, and those are key markets for them. But If we back up a little bit, the competition in the ride-hailing app market is fierce, isn't it? I mean, can you describe who their big competitors are and where they see the big battles coming next? Yeah, that's a great question because just over the last year or so, Uber's competitors have really started banding together in a way that could pose an interesting strategic challenge Uber's biggest rival in China is Didi, which is also in the midst of fundraising and has a valuation of around $25 billion. So that's Uber's biggest, most valuable rival globally. In the U.S., Uber's biggest rival is Lyft, also based in San Francisco. Lyft and Didi are partners. Didi is an investor in Lyft. And in India, Uber faces Ola an Indian-based ride-hailing company, which is also partnered with DD. So we do see this sort of anti-Uber coalition coming together and supporting each other in different ways. But they're also really strongly backed. I mean, beyond just the ride-hailing aspect of it, Uber, for instance, has been testing self-driving cars. What other areas do we think these companies might go into that could also go beyond just transport of people, say? Well, that's a really interesting question because I think Uber has more than $11 billion in the bank. You can really do a lot with that. We know that Uber has been experimenting with logistics and delivery, with food delivery in the U.S. and in certain cities overseas. So I think we could see a big push in logistics, you know, like package delivery, one-hour package delivery and 
that sort of thing all becomes much more efficient along with economies of scale. So as Uber gets more cars and more passengers, as the network grows, it becomes that much easier to, you know, maybe put a package in the back of the trunk while an Uber takes a passenger at the same time or, or things like that. Simeon, let me turn to you. This is obviously also a massive investment for the Saudi investment fund. What are the Saudis thinking and why do they invest quite so much in a tech company? Well, this is all part of a broader reform process going on in Saudi Arabia at the moment as the government under the new Deputy Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman seeks to diversify the economy. The Public Investment Fund, which has been a company holding state assets such as Saudi Telecom and the petrochemicals company Sabic, that state holding company is going to transform into a sovereign wealth fund rather like the governments in Abu Dhabi, Kuwait, Qatar and Norway have been developing for some time. So at the moment it's purely invested in Saudi Arabia, but it will look to diversify its asset base to about 50% outside the country. So a big foreign investment is the first part of that process. This is clearly PIF deciding to state their intention to the world that they're going to be investing in interesting things. In this context with Uber, they also are trying to develop the domestic economy at the same time, which is part of PIF's mandate. While they need to invest abroad, they also are going to be at the vanguard of fostering sectors in the kingdom which can help diversify the economy and help boost employment. And so with Uber, which along with its local rival Kareem, has been very good at allowing Saudi women who of course can't drive to get to work and that very basic element of the work environment is helped by Uber and I think that's a story that the PIF like. And Simeon, do they have much background of success in the tech world? Have they made investments like this before that have proven fruitful for them? Well, this is PIF's first investment, so they haven't really been in this space before. The Saudi state has been limited in its overseas investments. There have been Saudi investments in the tech space. Prince Al-Walid bin Talal, the famous billionaire investor prince from Saudi Arabia, he has invested through his career in many different tech companies from Apple to AOL, more recently to Uber, competitor Lyft. He's also invested in Twitter. And certainly for him, technology has been an important part. But when it comes to PAF, they're so new that it's quite difficult to see what their track record has been. So, Leslie, if we look ahead in this fiercely competitive market, do we expect more fundraising? Do we expect big changes among the companies? Where next for the fight between Ola, Uber, Didi, Lyft and others? Well, I think the real frontier in that battle is going to be in China and in India the next news point will be when we find out how much Didi has raised and what sort of cash reserves it will have to continue to fight Uber and to fund Uber's global competitors. And going forward, I think we will just see all of these companies continue to pour cash into subsidies and discounts for drivers and riders around the world. So ultimately, for consumers of these services, this is going to be a very nice and cheap time to get transportation. Leslie Hook in San Francisco, Simeon Kerr in Dubai, thanks very much. If you enjoy listening to our FT podcasts, please help more people discover them by rating them or writing a review of them 
on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you download them. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.